0: Still any
1: And it's Katie and this is classically black podcast
0: where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession.
1: With trap playing in the background. On phone now. What up, you I saw on Instagram that Joe was in Chicago briefly. And I was like, I forgot to remind him you got to say on phone and grave when you know, you know, any any point actually. Whenever he deems it to be appropriate. So,
0: all right, be sure rehearsal. to
1: next time i see him
0: huh Is it in the middle of rehearsal
1: no probably at the end of rehearsal actually like you know like all right let's call tonight off on him off on a grave. appropriate I'm, I'm feeling like it's appropriate um you know show the windy city some love um by adapting the culture off on him would it? so um, since I know he'll hear this, we'll just circle back to this conversation next time I see you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, news this week, couple things. Um, the San Francisco Conservatory of Music and the San Francisco Symphony, who, as we discussed last week, is hiring. <laughs> um <laughs> And the um, the SFCM President's Advisory Council on Equity and Inclusion just announced that the applications are now open for their second annual Emerging Black Composers Project. Composers, get your get your pens out. Um, this this year's competition is going to um, look to further identify and promote inventive Black musicians, and will focus on talent under age thirty five. Um, The San Francisco Symphony is going to give a world premiere of a new work commissioned uh, by the competition's winner. And the winner will also receive a $15,000 award and mentorship from Ezepeka Salonen, um, the director, the music director of the San Francisco Symphony. um, The San Francisco Conservatory music director, Edwin Outwater, and Daniel Bartholomew Poiser. Shout out to him. I think he was a Black excellence a long time ago. I just Mm -hmm. was seeing, like, Names and faces that be like, Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, especially we had 160, but yeah. I don't remember nobody. Well, probably not. we probably
1: had like 158, maybe 155. I feel like there, was, there were like two episodes where we didn't have a black excellence, especially
0: when we, when we redo live episodes, those don't have black excellence. Mm.
1: So yeah. maybe closer to 155, then. Yeah.
0: Um. But Daniel Bartholomew Poiser is the uh, recently announced resident conductor um, of the engagement of engagement and education at the San Francisco symphony and he's also the chair of the selection committee. So, you know, he's yeah. a good side. <laughs> 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 I'm like, hey, friend, hey, friend, hey, friend. <laughs> <laughs> that 15K, I'm like, good, give me some staff paper.
1: Hold on. Listen, I bet, listen, what stopped me was the whole orchestra. Like everybody, first of all, is there everybody there? To play. Okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I'm not applying, so I ain't got nothing to lose. <laughs> Cause I mean, that would have been it. But
0: um. So this competition, I think we talked about it when it was first announced, but that was a year ago, so we're talking about it again. Um, And it's a 10-year commitment to spotlight early career Black American composers and their music. And it was launched last year with the first place uh, commission uh, given in June of this year to Trevor Weston. Um, But because of the strength of the applicant pool, three additional prizes were also conferred. So shout out to everybody um, who won um and they all receive are going to receive um all of all of the people that won last year are going to receive their uh world premieres um in the in the next season at the san francisco symphony um as well as the conservatory and the national brass ensemble for the oakland Symph Simf- um or the oakland symphony um and each piece will be workshopped by a large ensemble um at a conservatory in the spring of 2022 so Composers, get your pins out. Um, You have until February 14th um, to submit. And I will link the um, the page where you can see the requirements, etc. Um, Yeah, see if it's a fit. I mean, if it's for $15,000, it's gonna be a fit, so.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. 15K, you can spend on whatever you want to, because you know some, some competitions, they'll be like, you have to spend it on something musical, like I think Loki's face is like that. I'm not a hundred percent sure because I, I'm not. Listen, if you was his face, don't call for the girl, okay? I'm just. I listen. I heard this from somebody, but I heard that it has to be like instrument travel for this. I don't know, but I know some competitions are like that where you have to spend yeah. it on some some specific, but like. Shoot, I'm on that. I'm celebrating in Bora Bora, and this is why you shouldn't give me 15k. Come on want Bora Bora. We popping bottles on the on the little hut, the little hut things. 80.
0: And then you gonna come out what? with? The, I feel like 15k. I'm gonna come back a, with is not enough for me to do something <laughs> <I'm> like that.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna come back with 5k, looking dumb but fulfilled.
0: Yeah, 15k. I could get not spending it 100 percent on music stuff because a big part of being a musician, especially as an adult, is needing to support yourself so that you can, like, you just spend that and be like, I don't gotta worry about rent for months, you know? Yeah, I probably
1: I'm I'm over here playing like 50 k really isn't. I probably save. I'm, I'm gonna spend. I'm leaving with something Like, I'm gonna spend it on something fun. But like, and I think about it like, oh, like I said, I've never been in a position to even think about the Sphinx competition money. But um, I think it could—it means it can be anything like pertaining to your lifestyle as a musician. Uh,
0: that makes more sense. Um,
1: so like you can't like I like Sterling was not in Bora Bora. But gonna give you a little recital over there.
0: Yeah, Maybe a I, uh, I need to be there, uh I need to be there two weeks before the recital, you know, just to, or actually two weeks yeah, after, just to, you know, see we'll see how they reacted, do some surveys, you know.
1: Right, and also you don't want to leave boardboard too quick, because then your string will be your wonky sound post Right, making Let's, your stance like a, a maraca. Now what you finna do?
0: Exactly, so.
1: So, everything's about, and you gotta go two weeks before as well, so really, this what little, what little sis, what's gonna do? Nothing
0: live there now <laughs> um next up it was just announced that uh the met is or not ordering it's already composed um but um they're going to be staging yet another opera from chance blanchard after the success of fire shut up in my bones um they are going to be um featuring his first opera uh, champion in their next season so typically opera seasons are planned five or more years in advance, but um, because um, because Fire Shut Up in My Bones was so successful, look what happens when you include. Yeah, people. it's amazing. <laughs> um, they won't learn
1: though. They'll they'll move on past this and be like,
0: "Why are there no black people here?" <laughs> um, they won't they, learn. They are going to. Um, they're they're gonna move this opera up and do it next season. Um, It premiered in 2013 at the Opera Theater of St. Louis, which we need to see what's going on over there, because I think that's where Fire, Shit, Up, in My Bones was commissioned. I was like, they seem like they they doing something over there. Um, Mm -hmm. Two in a row. Yeah, it literally says that right here in my notes. (laughs) um but it's uh it's based on the life of the closeted gay boxer emil griffith who was taunted with homophobic slurs by his opponent benny Pere, i think before a 1962 title match that led to peret's death oh dang i don't know not well well right
1: <laughs> <laughs> like listen got your, your base your brakes got beat off as yeah. they should <laughs> so <laughs> oh well <laughs> mm-hmm. Should've, should've, all that time you did being hateful, you could've been yeah. in the gym.
0: Right, exactly. Getting
1: your weight up. Yeah, now right. look.
0: Get your money up.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> so that it's six feet down. So.
0: <laughs> well, looks like I'll be in attendance.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. I want to see that part. I hope they fully stage it. Like, cause what are you even doing?
0: Okay.
1: Like what? You are, a- <sighs> okay. It's not giving.
0: It's... It's giving. That's what you
1: get. So, All, all's well that ends well. Is what it's giving, actually.
0: <laughs> On
1: that note, <laughs> good god just gotting.
0: On that note, our final piece of I know he felt
1: good when he knocked him out. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Can you imagine you freaking knocked that. You you knocked his chest flat. Girl, oh, you felt good. Junk collapse.
0: Katie. <laughs> okay. I know that
1: felt good, didn't Mailing it? Mailing right. Katie a
0: stress ball for Christmas.
1: <laughs> you know, I, did my, I had my little boxing moment. I said I was going to find one. I haven't really found a, a, a boxing, besides the Omicron variant. Uh, a aside, and Delta. Um... And I tried to find a boxing gym in var- I was like, somebody
0: was like, "Not Omicron." I was like, "Okay."
1: <laughs> I tried to find a little boxing gym, but like, I ain't really come up with nothing. And you know, I wasn't. The mask don't exist here, so not no more. I told I had a gig with Asifine yesterday, and I texted him like with your rehearsal. I was like, "You don't see the COVID floating in the air? It's acquired." Thing and they don't got no like oh, 50,
0: 60. Oh, okay.
1: Nobody's no, I'm just playing <laughs> <laughs> for real because you know, you know, and lady sounded, she had a COVID cough. I swear, and i you know, my throat started seizing season up. Me and S. Es- also, mind you, it's like a 30 piece orchestra. I'm like, this church has money, okay? 30 piece orchestra. Me and S. Es- are the only people that have a mask on. Me and es- the blacks.
0: Okay, <laughs> double, double, triple mask
1: up in there, cause what the hell? Choir? Uh, I might. That's a good idea. Choir and there's a flog machines, but at first I was like, dang, look at all this COVID in the air, and I, why well, you probably could pick it up like this. Hey,
0: probably a mess. New, va- va- it's probably a new variant there. started but,
1: in there. <laughs> right, the check good though, so at least I'll be able to pay my medical bills. Well, no, I forgot to leave in America,
0: so <laughs> it said, would it just cancel out? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, not even close actually. Not even, not even, not even close. Right. The checking's not that good. But I'm gonna have a mask on and a prayer. Hopefully, o- Omicron didn't make it to Memphis yet. Probably did. So.
0: Um, Dang, I probably got COVID. Okay, uh, <laughs>
1: See? Okay. <laughs> okay, no, because I'm a hypochondriac, row. you know my chest.
0: Okay, variant sigma gamma row. The, the uh, minute they do sigma,
1: <laughs> I'm gonna get tight. <laughs> <laughs> the minute it's... <laughs> I'm just holding my breath.
0: What when it gets gonna a Sigma, I'ma be tight. Um Variant Sigma found in Memphis at a orchestra rehearsal. Your whole chapter is about to... <laughs> I'ma be,
1: like, are... I'm be like, this is racially motivated. Alright.
0: Because
1: <laughs> I, I was like, they had the Delta variant, there's no Alpha variant. I mean, I guess Alpha variant would That's
0: be... the first
1: one, I guess. Oh, so they, they looked out, huh? I mean, Omicron... No, there's no Omicron. Well, not ones that I would know about. On not that note, when I first saw Omicron, I, I looked at it too fast, I'm like, dang, not the, not the cues, but that's not even close. Phi <laughs> Omega Sigma. <laughs> um
0: Okay, and then the last one, uh, NIMON, the National Instrumentalist Mentoring and Advancement Network, just announced um, a new initiative. They just came up with a common app for summer, uh, summer festivals for students. So, I was like, oh, this will be a good idea. Um, it, they announced this to increase the access to summer study opportunities. Um, which, I mean, if you've been to music school, you know, people down your neck asking where are you auditioning, where are you going this summer, X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. as, if as if they're contributing to your tuition. Um, but in partnership with 12 of the country's finest summer camps and festivals, they created a common application that allows NIMAN students to apply to uh, any partner programs for which they are eligible through one application and one audition. I was like, that won't be sound okay. the move. Um and this application was developed through a collaborative process with the partners and is hosted on accepted <laughs> the um, application platform. Um so also uh Nimon covers the application fee for every eligible student. Um and each partner has has committed to at least one full tuition fellowship for an exemplary Neman student and the application is now open um so i'm going to link some more information about that i don't really know exactly what it takes to become a Neman student but i would if i'm a you know if you got students i would look into it because i can't imagine that you know yeah because it's super inaccessible you tired of
1: me you got another thing for another part too <laughs>
0: Well, she could apply to 12 in one because uh, their participating um, partners are um, Tanglewood Institute, Brevard Music Center, Green Mountain Chamber Music Festival, Interlochen, uh Luzerne Music Center. That was my first music camp. Um, NOI, um, NSO Summer Music Institute, NYO USA, and NYO2, uh, NEC Summer Orchestra Institute, Sewanee Summer Music Festival, and Bellissima Institute. So. Yeah, you got students. They
1: got an application for you to fill out. William finally was like, You're trying to kill me. And I'm like, Well, you're doing fine. I'm like, girl, we gotta get, it, get in first. And then and then you could you could talk about what you don't wanna do. Until then, you're gonna take the little audition, you're gonna do the little application. Good. <laughs> girl. And what about it? Well, so
0: that's
1: this week. Sorry, I'm on a on get accepted. <laughs> <laughs> see, seeing, I know what she could do, so let's see. What are you let's
0: trying see? to see what the
1: application. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I want to set her up. For, I don't want to set her up. You know what I'm saying? But you know, like some, there's one thing I'm having her apply to where I'm kind of scrounging because it's like I don't want her to learn a piece just for something. Eastman kind of got me like that. I'm trying to find a trying to find a viola concerto that matches her level, that's also not too easy because it just is what it is. Like I can't, she can't go in there with like J.C. Bach. If you're a violist, you know what that means. She can't go in there like that unfortunately that's a thing so people be like why are you want her to apply the eastman i'm like girl mind your business she applying the eastman i'm like why even uh, an asked me that why eastman i'm like girl mind your business not yeah, my check. Right, that's right, all you right. gotta do that's what i'm saying also some, some i'm not gonna say her business but like there's just reasons why i want her to stay in rochester um <clears throat> so she could live at home
0: probably people, would prefer it people always like Honestly, I don't know that concerto, but it's J.C. Fox. So, <laughs> but they'd be like, oh, what? "Yeah, you can play Twinkle Twinkle." And as long as it's good, I'm like, you know damn That's well if true. I came up in here playing you know, Twinkle damn Twinkle,
1: um, well, <laughs> no matter
0: how good it sounded, like wow. y'all, y'all my... <laughs> you
1: know damn well there's certain <laughs> certain things. Like even even I was kind of nervous. I did my graduate audition with Stamets, and I was kind of nervous about that. People assured me like it's gonna be fine, and it was fine, but obviously, but it's just like, I'm not going to send her in there with JC Bach. It doesn't matter. JC Bach is literally book six of Suzuki. Yeah. Why would I do that? I'm like, she, there has she, to be... A... Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I was about to say, she in there would go tell O'Roddy.
1: <laughs> right, talking about, she want to go to Eastman. i will be like, are we getting pranked? If I was sitting there, I'd be like, are we getting pranked? It don't matter how in tune it is, they want to see a certain, there has to be a certain point of departure, especially with certain schools, that's just how it is unfortunately that's just that's what it is so and I can't give her stomachs because I'm not gonna be looking stupid because then you're gonna be like who your teacher I'm like don't tell you, don't say who your teacher was <laughs> because I'm not for her to fumble Aww. through that
0: not nah, the Hoffmeister's
1: off oh, <laughs> girl if someone give you stomachs, do not put Miss Brown on there <laughs> like someone give you stomachs, do not put Miss Brown do not write that down and is just as difficult so it's gonna be Zelter, which um is a, is a stretch, but it's not as hard.
0: So I'm done, y'all. Not, not somebody uh, not somebody doing uh, what'd you call that? Popping wheelies on my balcony, basically, like <laughs> like uh, I don't understand why this street is so loud. <laughs> the street that I live on, it's kind of ridiculous. But you know what? move. I'm about to give me some fake sirens. Might be some people. <laughs> oh, All
1: right. Anyway, I'm glad my students don't listen to this. I'm like, oh, like all my business on a theme. Yeah. what about it? Um, okay, time for the intermission. <clears throat> Here it is. You know, my throat acting weird now because I thought about that COVID oh. air I was breathing. I'm, I'm going to go in there with two masks tomorrow. No, but then I won't be able to breathe.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, but you have a shield. You should get a face shield and a mask.
1: Oh, no, but you'll be cool. mask. <laughs> Violin, actually. Oh. <laughs> what a doozy that has been. So Violin is... Mm. You can play I it. look ridiculous on that.
0: Like you say what? Cello. okay the
1: I look ridiculous on the violin it's so tiny I don't understand how my hands are too big for it and like at a certain point just be sliding up at the top because it's like all these notes are literally on top of each other everything high Mm-mm. anyway So it's time for the intermission, and I asked Delaney, what's a tweet that if your followers saw it, um, they would know you were hacked, okay? So we're gonna do two. We're gonna do, let's do the classical music one first, something regarding classical music, and then something regarding this regular, okay? So the first one, classical music related.
0: My classical music tweet that y'all would know that I'm hacked, is, hey, y'all, here's a live stream link to my recital.
1: <laughs> I will report it for spam, because, <laughs> and I will text you, and be like, girl, you saw you got hacked.
0: That's what I'm being held hostage somewhere.
1: <laughs> my, I'm trying to think of one, none of the ones I thought about were appropriate that I should be sharing for hundreds of people. So I let me think. I I just feel like a boring one. No, I don't want to say that because I need. Mean, I don't want to manifest. Hold on, let me think. I was gonna say. I feel like mine would be. I feel like mine would be like some some to the effect of like, wow, like, that one just got so easy for me. <laughs>
0: On, yeah, it'll be Something
1: like that. Okay. <laughs> I feel like people because I complain about Don Juan so much on this podcast and on Twitter, people be like, period queen, finally. <laughs> but I used to, you know what? I used to <laughs> I used to complain about Mendelssohn and that's that's no more. So Okay. I guess. But it'll be something like that. Or I'll be like, no, I can't say that. I'll just text all the ones that went through my head. Is it, no, like I'm Wow, shout out to Blank Organization. Shout out to Blank Organization, doing so much amazing work. (laughs) (laughs) That's the real tea, but I can't say that. I can't say that. So, we're going to go with Don Juan.
0: You said what? I said people irritated about that right now.
1: Are we talking (laughs) about the same one? Mm -hmm. What'd they do? Wait, is it about the... It's about, dang, I can't even talk around it. Yeah,
0: let's just move on. <laughs> we talk Wait, about did you it see like... someone tweet?
1: Did you see someone tweet about it? Or just like something in the ether that I haven't heard about? No,
0: somebody, no, somebody DM'd me. Oh, you got tea?
1: Oh, period. Not really, okay.
0: but...
1: Oh, it's, I mean, it's classical music, so you know. Yeah. It probably is tea. It's about as tea is going to get. Iced tea, but you know, tea. Nonetheless. Okay, a regular one.
0: Regular one. Um, this how y'all gonna know I'm hacked if I said, you know what, Katie was right. (laughs) That's the whole thing. Yep.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I do be right, so I'll retweet it, get it, and print it out, put it on a shirt. I wouldn't alert no authority or nothing.
0: The right. I do be right. Six o'clock news in a ditch somewhere.
1: And then your obituary will say and her last words were Katie do be
0: right. And I'd be like, I do be right. And no, because they're gonna be like, Well, time of death was two hours before she <laughs> <tweeted it." laughs>
1: And was, these are her last thoughts.
0: How beautiful no. is that? You're gonna take the word of my murderer?
1: <laughs> no, you you tweeted it.
0: No, but T O D was before the tweet to talk about this i live alone so but how they gonna know that i'm
1: getting more and more jumpy it's very in-
0: would you be how they gonna know that an autopsy how they gonna know that an autopsy katie they can tell when you die you
1: can't find out the exact time
0: you can tell a, a time the time, exact time a time frame yes and the time frame could be quite small. right Depending on where you are, it depends on your conditions. They can tell if you're outside and it's cold, how much it slowed. I mean how much it uh sped up the um the rigor. Like they can tell all that stuff. Science. Right, but they gonna say that
1: seven thirty four was a time? No, but they, can, they, tell that, they can tell then, if the tweet, They could
0: tell they could tell if it was hours after I died. Yes. They could tell that. Not Katie not Katie uh, but not, how I, not Katie on <laughs> you <all> now. Uh <laughs> <laughs> defiant science for the sake of being right.
1: What else? This is uh. I, okay, all I'm saying is, if you said after, if it was like five minutes after, that's what I was saying. They're not you know, gonna I be said able to tell
0: you. Well, no, but I said I said the TOD was hours before.
1: Well, you know, you know. You no, know, well, I do know. I'm not sure you know. I do be right, though, so, you know, I'll wear, I'll wear, I'll get a t-shirt. Okay. Um, mama be like, wow, this had the most amazing steak dinner.
0: <laughs> no, but actually, I wouldn't think nothing of it because you be calling stuff by the regular day. Yeah, I do.
1: That's a thing. Dang. I be like, mm-hmm. I be like. My life will be. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You be like, what? No, I was just saying I'll probably be in the replies like anyway. Okay, you're here talking about her tofu steak.
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, my body hanging off the side of the Rocky Mountains. <laughs> that,
0: was, that, was, that was your uh, your last hope.
1: <laughs> right, my last hope told me no. I'm getting I'm getting driven up to the um. <laughs> my body getting dragged through uh the dairy straight
0: right now we we dragging you in the comments while you getting dragged in real life <laughs> right
1: why you calling it steak it's not steak meanwhile i'm in a body bag <laughs> <gonna take> <laughs> oh that was riveting all right well on some more happier things
0: sucks that they had to be <laughs> still, um, involved in this part of the episode. I mean, in this. I
1: always feel, yeah, I always feel bad for like, <laughs> these are children too,
0: but you know what?
1: It's, we're joking. It's fine. Yes.
0: It's fine. It's fine. You know Laugh. what? I was going to go across the street after this to the store. I had to come to hold <laughs>
1: <laughs> Girl. I'm. have been. I've noticed that I've gotten more and more jumpy. It's actually very annoying. I can't do. I can't do nothing. I can't watch nothing. I gotta scroll past certain TikToks. I got. It's just
0: too much. And it And I want to get in the truth. You said what? It gets dark at four thirty. Here. I don't even get. They don't have the decency to get dark at five no more. Four thirty. It's ridiculous.
1: I was watching somebody TikTok. They said the sun started setting at three. I said three. Where were they at? They were in, oh, they were in New York. But I, I remember uh, driving to uh, class a couple weeks ago, and like it was like one or something, and the sun was already making its descent. I said, where are you going, babe? We just, like, what's going on? It's crazy. Yeah, it's I don't point. be liking them tweets about Daylight Savings, because I feel like, one thing I noticed about Twitter, since I be on it so much, is that y'all just be retweeting the same stuff, like, every to five business days like if i see one more tweet about shrimp fried rice if i see one more tweet about <laughs> what's a, what's another one there's so many common ones that people just recycle yeah, and annoying. they they go like yeah i'm just like y'all say this every week like one thing about me i'm a daughter i'm like you i just saw this <laughs> like, like it's annoying so i don't so the Daylight Savings thing, that'd be like so desensitized to it. But.
0: I just saw one, today, <clears throat> one of the like signature thing, and I wish I could remember which one it was too, because there are really just a couple that people will, like, it's like a surefire viral tweet, so people would just,
1: like, yeah
0: redo it.
1: It's so fresh, and it's also fresh, and I can't remember them, because there's, there's five or six of them that always come, I, I should try it. <laughs> I should try it and see if I if mine go viral. Because like, you're right, it's like a surefire, dang, I can't remember not one.
0: Yeah, it's kind of interesting. And then it's like, I can't even go look because I never retweet them because they've been getting on my nerves. Ever.
1: I don't even like them.
0: Because, yeah. And I literally just saw one today and I was like, y'all literally say this. Oh, yeah. Every day. Like.
1: <laughs> I'm so mad I can't remember them. Yeah.
0: Now, they're going to be like,
1: well, maybe you can tweet it every day. <laughs> <laughs> right. That'd be a cute intermission, though. For next week. Because last time you do be recycling stuff, that'd be cute. I'm going to think about that. But I got to figure out what the tweets are, and it's driving me nuts. I'm really hoping my memory gets jogged. The shrimp fry rice is the only one that I can remember, because it's just so stupid. Like, I, I never seen the shrimp fry right. you know? It's like...
0: yeah
1: anyway yeah. we should i'll literally stay here looking into the space looking into space and right. not be able to
0: complain um okay so this week we are talking about a new book that just came out it's called who is florence price young musicians tell the story of a girl and her music so we already know you know we stay on tt flow over here um and you know, we kinda we a little famous, I guess, because they decided to send us some advanced copies before the book came out. I was like, Okay, fame, fortune.
1: Um All right. well fame. Mm-hmm. And that's
0: debatable. Right, so um but we were able to take a look at this um this book. So I'm gonna tell you guys a little bit about it. Um the book was written <laughs> by the students um, at the Special Music School um, which is a public-private private partnership between the Kaufman Music Center and the New York City Department of Education. Um, it's a K through 12 school that combines comprehensive forward-thinking music instruction including private lessons classes and ensembles with a rigorous academic curriculum. Um, the young authors of this book <clears throat> which are their uh, middle schoolers sixth seventh and eighth graders um, they kinda got into this project when their middle school students were uh, set out to research Florence Price's life, and they came up empty-handed. Um, and while there are a few articles about Florence Price out there, they're mostly written like for academics, for adults, college-age students, etc. Um, and they couldn't find any resources about her life that were written for a younger audience. Um, so they set out to create their own. Um, and they decided to write and uh, illustrate a book based on their research. Um, and some students also learned how to perform some of her pieces, bringing her art to life in the classroom. Um, yeah, and then they just published a book. It's out now. So once, you know, y'all done, you can look in the description. I'll link um, to where you can find out more about the book and where you can get it. But yeah, it's a little bit of background
1: period I really um, like the books we're talking about our initial thoughts and reactions I I'll go first since excuse me Delaney just spoke but um first of all this book is so freaking cute and I love that like Delaney said like they it was illustrated by students so like all the drawings are just really like done by kids like they're really cute and also like the font and stuff is like, like really welcoming for students one of my favorite details is like on the inside cover there is like um like the first page or so of her violin concerto number two as well as like a program from the national um association for negro music of negro musicians so i just think like the book is really like accessible obviously it's written by children and like really like pretty to look at and just like really inviting um and I I found that like even reading through it like the, the drawings are really nice and then also like this is the way the language is like it really made me realize because like when I read about how like oh they couldn't find anything for kids I'm like I didn't even think about that like I'm so used to reading dense writing so when I was reading through this I'm like oh this is like really really cute like it's really really adorable and also I really okay I also really enjoyed um the forward that was done by Jesse Montgomery but well, those are my initial thoughts I was like this is cute okay.
0: <clears throat> okay birds of a feather that was my favorite part of the book too was the inside because it's like when you very when you first opened the book it's music you know yeah um and also you know I love looking at stuff like you know like from the olden days and stuff so to see the, like the actual program um yeah of this concert
1: oh she had a date oh, on it, it
0: oh it doesn't have the year yeah. yeah um yeah but to see that the program um was really really cool and yeah, like you said, the the foreword by uh, Jesse Montgomery was also cool. And I also liked in the back of the book that they have um, they have some like questions that the students pose for further discussion. So like, yeah, if other music educators wanted to read this with their class and learn a little bit more about Florence Price, they leave you with something. And they also have mm-hmm. a list of some of her works and a QR code where you could uh, scan and um and go buy some of her work those are some of my
1: favorite my favorite little parts about the book. I <clears throat> also really liked um, those discussion questions as well because like thinking about like having to lesson plan this um depending on how strict your school district is like my principals always ask for lesson plans and then like they never really followed up on it unless it was time for it to be about eva- to be evaluated. Um, did they ask for lesson plans? I wasn't giving them actually that was what it was. I'm like girl <laughs> <laughs> like, that's why. that's why I'm not a good public school teacher I'm not staying up for hours on a, on a Sunday afternoon yeah, Sunday good. night writing lesson plans for you not to even understand what I'm saying like girl leave me alone I'm in here I'm teaching orchestra I'm doing what I got to do come on by sitting if you want to go worry about why them kids don't know the math down the hall don't leave, like leave me alone so I don't think I ever submitted I think I only submitted <laughs> lesson plans one time Oh, I mean, that's because I was getting evaluated, and I said that to say because um,
0: one thing about Katie, even when she worked for somebody else, she worked for herself
1: <laughs> like, I have to make i am I have to make executive decisions for my life, and I knew I was going to do them. I was like Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I remember even one time. Let me not say that, cause I feel like well, there was one. This okay, this one job I did have, where lesson, <laughs> lesson, uh, submissions. It wasn't public school, but lesson plan submissions were due, um, every Sunday, and I, 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 I did it for a couple, like the first couple weeks of the semester, and I just stopped. But I, I was early in my teaching, so what I did, I was doing them, but I don't need you looking at my stuff. What, like girls, come on by. If you gonna come on by, come on by. Come on down. Um, that's terrible advice, though. You should do what they ask you. Um, <laughs> but I said all that's <laughs> I said all that to say that um, a lot of times, like, there's like an essential question for the day or for the unit. Um, and there needs to be like a justification for like basically every single thing that you do. Like, even if you're teaching teaching dragon dances, like. I mean let's say dragon hunter like why are you playing this piece to teach e minor to to uh, reinforce low two like there has to be a reason for everything which is good because a lot of y'all can't teach and um so i thought that those questions could could go um i thought that my teacher brain jumped out what's left of it anyway all right um so one thing that delaney and i discussed before we cut this thing on was the difference between generations and like how like these kids get to grow up and know who Florence Price is and they don't have to like seek that information out and not just these kids that wrote the book but just kids in general i remember uh my cousin monica her birthday's tomorrow in real time december 10th Um. She's gonna be 18, damn. <laughs> and I remember she texted me last week with a, a picture. Uh, she took a picture of her music in orchestra. She's like, like, finally get to representation in orchestra, which that made me jump a little bit. Cause I was just like, oh my God, you've been in orchestra since sixth grade, fourth grade. Um, finally get to repetition in orchestra and it was Adoration by Florence Price. And I'm just like, I would not have played that in high school 10 years ago, that would not have been, I would not. So it's like changing so much now, is she a senior in high school? Absolutely, but there are freshmen in that class and you know, it's just gonna keep getting younger. Adoration, it's also, depending on your group, I can see um, an eighth grade chamber orchestra playing Adoration. So I just think it's it's just changing so much, but like, what were your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, and I mean, this is a K through 12 school and um, this book, Can be used for like other classes, um, other ages um, that are that are beneath uh, this middle school age um, that wrote the book, but I feel like yeah a lot of the conversations that we have about you know black composers and talking about them and knowing their work and stuff happens like we wanted professional orchestras to do it and we have those conversations like amongst academics and stuff which is reflected in the fact that they couldn't find. Any um, anything besides like academic articles um, about Florence Price um, but it's nice to see that there are people that are, that are kind of looking at the the big picture and the fact that it's not just about unlearning which a lot a lot of people got to do but it's also just about learning it correctly the first time um, and just now this will be something that has the ability to be integrated into the curriculum obviously is the um, the responsibility of, of educators and, and you know folks beyond this school to to actually utilize this uh, resource in our classrooms but i think now there's a there's a better um opportunity for that to happen mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> there's one um picture in the book that I was I thought that was a very um are there page numbers no but I'll show you because we're on zoom um this picture like where she is like her looking
0: no, come on collective consciousness
1: <laughs> like what but it's a picture of her looking at like um who Bach, Mozart, Beethoven. <laughs> okay, Bach makes be- like, most. Of- I was like, who? I was I like, was why why in in the
0: middle? I recognized Beethoven uh, instantly because that's that same picture they use of him. And then I thought Bach, and then I was like, well, that could be. Uh, nah, because like, I recognize his lace front. But yeah, from Bach. But I thought it could. Be. I was like, I feel like that's Bach. But also, I thought might like, be hiding. But
1: <laughs> I can't yeah. tell this is Bach because.
0: You know, it be look. It look. It look like him.
1: Yeah. Ain't no way his eyebrows was like that. Yeah, they
0: cleaned
1: him. Okay. They cleaned him up. Ain't no way, cause I know you was scruffy. Yeah, matter of fact, you uh, man, I know it smelled crazy in there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, I thought that um this page jumped out to me a lot because it was her wondering like whether she would be able to compose at all even at a young age because like n- none of the composers look like her and I know we've, we've had this conversation in several iterations several times on Classically Black about like how important it is for people to see themselves reflected in classical music because a lot of people can't can't or don't want to push past that. I was like, well, maybe it's not for me if I don't see people that look like me, you know? So that was very interesting. And in the same realm, I think this book is really important too, because it's like kids who, their parents put them in piano lessons at a young age, or they started playing their instrument in sixth grade, whatever it is, it's like, when they see this book, it's like, oh yeah, like Florence Price did this. She played piano, like she did music, like I could do that. Like it's, it just becomes so normal, like so incredibly normal for that.
0: Yeah, and of all the composers, I mean, I didn't, I wasn't aware of how, of the extent to which she was a prodigy, like, I didn't know she was having out here pieces published at 11, and X, Y, and Z, like, I I didn't know it was all of that, you know, yeah, I knew she had, like, graduated college early, but, like, I didn't know the extent, so then to hear, like, other 11-year-olds being, like, like learning about all of this stuff, and like not only learning that there was a, a black girl doing this, but she was doing it um, at an extraordinary age, and was doing it um, in the thirties and stuff like that's. I feel like that's mm. not even a fathomable <laughs> to kids this age because our grandparents were yeah. like were born late thirties, like <laughs> so. Yeah, um, I feel like that she's before even their time. So I feel like for um. But it also it, it kinda puts it into perspective in a way that um is appropriate for kids to kind of see the timeline of like how long this work has been happening and like where we are now with it. Like I feel like it was just put into perspective in a way that was um that was accessible for kids to be able to discuss.
1: Yeah. One one thing I am realizing about these younger Generations is that they are certainly way more open and honest. Like I saw this video of this girl that I follow is actually um, what's that do? What's it do with the eye? I hate to identify him by that, but the rapper who's missing the eye, who is oh, that? Fetty Wap. Okay, Fetty Wap has a bunch of kids. So I follow one of his baby, one of his <laughs> baby mamas. Um, she has two daughters who are hilarious. They're they're great. So I follow I follow um. Her mom their mom and so her mom had bought her like this christmas like plaid shirt or whatever and so she made a video today her daughter's like 12 i don't know and she made a video today and when she was like oh like jewel dressed herself today like look she come to the camera show me what you put on and she's like i was going for like an ugly christmas sweater type of look today and her mom was like i picked out that shirt like that's not supposed to be an ugly sweater It's supposed to be a, it's a regular sweater and she's like but it's ugly and I was just like, <laughs> like, I, I I think it's hilarious. I think I love to see how how it's changing and how um kids are. But I'm very I would love to be a fly on the wall when I talk about this last question in the further ideas page about. What do you think it would be like if Florence Price composed today? How would you, how do you think her story might be different? How might her story be the same? And I'm, I would love to be a fly on the wall because with us, we've been through classical music. You know, we've, and not only, like, been through, you weaving know, and nitty gritty, we're in a place where these, are, where these conversations are happening, whatever. I know the answer to that. <laughs> like I, I know <laughs> I know the answer to that and I'm wondering I would love to hear what kids have to say about that like yeah I'm very curious what they would say and how aware because kids be knowing kids know stuff you know like mm-hmm. how aware are they and are they still like in that kind of like that Pollyanna type Do you know do you know what Pollyanna is
0: Mm-mm.
1: okay Pollyanna so is like it's from... like an old no, <laughs> sorry, that's funny to me. Pollyanna is like a very old, um, a very old movie. But if you're a Pollyanna, you're someone that always sees a bright side in everything. So almost like an extreme optimist. Like everything, like you just lost your leg, but you know what? <laughs> I had two legs my whole life. Now I have one. I like you know like yeah. just like overly optimistic. And so I feel like then I feel like. You can be called a Pollyanna if you're overly optimistic about everything. Like it don't matter what. I mean, I mean, you could choose to live your life that way. I feel like it would be way more fulfilling to everything. It doesn't matter what happens. You're just like, yep.
0: I feel and like going how much some... of that is really processing your feelings, though. Because I feel like it's okay to be upset about things sometimes. So I feel like if you are yeah. everything a bright side, it's like some things do not have a bright side. You can feel that and get over it.
1: <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like you, I feel, I don't know, I don't want to, I feel like it's, there's a, uh, it's important to look on the bright side of things, especially like if you're having a really dark time to try to pull yourself out of that and be like, okay, well, this thing sucks. Like this really, really sucks. And I feel like that's the difference between Pollyanna and Annie. I just watched the, I just watched the, I paid for Peacock to watch the Annie live thing with, her, I think her name is Sona no it wasn't her it wasn't her it was um yeah selena smith amazing black girl wow she can sing 13 what the heck so i wanted to tune into that i wanted to see her because i wanted to see annie reimagined with a black girl without it being her now she's a hip-hop dancer i just wanted to see like let her <laughs> do that <laughs> um no, no no shade to uh what's your dude what's your dude super talented black man sings acts all that you love him what's his name jamie jamie fox, jamie fox. no shade to jamie fox because he did an annie but it was like annie in 2019 hip-hop and all that stuff so. um <laughs> the difference between annie annie will recognize that like yesterday sucked but it's getting better probably and it's like wow everything's amazing um you have to be delusional you have to be living in a constant wow. delusion. Like, right. <laughs> shut up! Shut it. up! <laughs> like it, it, like, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't yeah, matter
0: what. Around,
1: I <laughs> you're so annoying. But it's like that sounds exhausting. I feel like you have to keep that up yeah. to to like actually believe that. Like, you have to like work harder to think everything is amazing yeah. versus feeling certain things and then just getting past it
0: cause now you gotta twist. It's that stuff, it's just like, okay, how are you finna twist this,
1: Pollyanna? <laughs> like, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, your car accident get ejected from your car and be like, well that was fun, you know, because well,
0: like. I mean, like, soaring <laughs> through the air? Have you ever seen that angle
1: before? It's like. I saw so my own bios did it. why can't I do it? Now I'm a gymnast. <laughs> it's like, you have to, everything, you gotta twist it around to make it, or you could, just like, wow, today was not my best day. Yeah. It was terrible even tomorrow's a new day
0: day.
1: yeah that's that's I feel that's a better balance but like what would be you know would be if we talk to some kids and talk talk to some young musicians about this book I think that'd be cute because I want to hear what they have to say and how how aware they are Mm -hmm. about what's going on and you know how like we there's like there's like grown folks business I feel like more and more that's like dwindling down you know i feel like more speaking of tiktok i saw this tiktok yesterday i even me i was kind of like mm. but this dude this little dude this little boy he was probably like eight or nine talking to his mom he's like i told y'all to wear them shorts to the bus stop like all my friends be like whatever i told you not to wear them high shorts don't wear them high shorts again like don't wear them again like i like i ain't saying it again da, da, da. so you know every. But the comments was like, "Why you making him talk to you like that?" I can imagine. And but I kind of was like on the side where it's like, "This is what happens when you let kids express themselves openly." Like he wasn't being—I'm paraphrasing—he wasn't being disrespectful. He was being more upfront. He wasn't—he was wasn't being—he was being more upfront than I would be, (laughs) you know. But it's just like—and I joke on my mom. I'm—I mean, I'm 28. I joke on my mom too. Like I I call her, she don't answer. I'd be like. I'll text her, like, um, you not grown? Like, hello, where you? Like, I'll tell you, you know, like, and then if she still don't answer, I'll be I'll get on Facebook. I know she's on Facebook. Be like, my mama out here thinking she grown. I'll tell her to call me back. You know? <laughs> like, I've done that before, you know? But there's still, even me being this age, there's still, like, a line, you know? And so he crossed a line that I would, that I w- wouldn't have crossed. But kids are just more open, and her, she wasn't getting mad. She was, like, and, like, there was a balance, right? It's about, like, him learning at a young age it doesn't matter because his friends were like gawking at his mom so like there was a there's a line where yeah i'm like y'all are like nine (laughs) but there's a line this is the age to learn that it doesn't matter what women wear like that's still gonna happen which did happen the next day because people like he need to validate his feelings so she did she wore sweatpants and they were still looking at (laughs) they were still looking at his mom um but also like hearing him out because he's not being rude he's trying to He's, he's a person, he's a, he's a human telling you like, oh, this actually really bothers me and I w- I wish you would stop doing it. Um, Just because just that's your mom, what all the more concept. reason that she should listen to you. You said what?
0: Oh, what a concept. <laughs> Never heard of
1: My her. mom, <laughs> my mom can get there. My mom gets there, but we have to go on a journey. It's not, but my mom will apologize to me for sure. She won't find that upset you. <laughs> Oh my god! What? Mom. This reaction. My mom told this
0: me reaction. That she, she apologized to my stepdad. I almost choked. I was like, "You apologized?" She's like, "I." She's like, "I apologize when I think I'm wrong, but I'm just not wrong." I'm like, "So okay, well, <laughs> I'm sure you think you are never wrong." <laughs> now, of course, you can tell yourself I apologize when I'm wrong. If you're if you're determined to believe that you're never wrong, then yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs>
1: My mama talk, apologize to me all the time. i like, I didn't like that. But And then we move on. But sometimes... Well, Katie... <laughs> and then, then she'll apologize after that. <laughs> it's not it's not right away. Well, Katie, I just think that you need to... You, I'm like, I'm okay, Miss Girl. Yeah.
0: She's like, well, you we should work <laughs> on the issues that made you have a problem with that. I'm <laughs> like, Okay. <laughs>
1: My favorite line from Ina was, I'm like, well, you're gaslighting me. She's like, I'm not trying to gaslight you. I'm like, that's not how it works. <laughs> that's know. not. <laughs> but she was so flustered and irritated with me. She's like, well, I'm not trying to gaslight you. Can you just not? I'm just like, you know what? I don't want nobody going to do this because I feel like we, we are a completely different world. So I'm, I'm irritated with you. <laughs> I'm irritated with you. You're not seeing my side of this. I'll talk to you in a couple of days. And then okay, for boundaries. some reason you're not answering my calls i'm like yeah
0: i told you why <laughs> she's like
1: for some reason you're not answering my calls and i'm like for some reason you know? or you want me to just forget about it and move on i'm like i'll talk to you next week actually okay boundaries okay. my mom my mom also i have to be careful my mom is very sensitive so i'm not trying to be i try if it's not serious, I'm not going to hurt her feelings. I'm not going to hurt her feelings. Oh, she's I, so
0: sensitive at all. I told my mom. so I got, a, <laughs> I got a free cookie the other day and I showed her because it's from Potbellies. You know, bellies? I've only seen in like D.C. You I got know. Potbellies? Yeah, it's in Potbellies. Potbellies. Girl! And Girl! So that I used to
1: be my that. spot. Potbellies is dumb good. That used Very to be my good. spot in high school. And, and, and I I the, hot peppers. the hot peppers.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are delicious.
1: Girl, you got to get that. What's that sandwich with got all the meats on it? What's that sandwich called? A rat? There's a sandwich that got like... The wreck!
0: That's
1: just what I got! <laughs> um, you make me relive my high school days! I'm fine now! The wreck! Okay,
0: you make vegan?
1: I should, but I feel like no one would know that. And also, I don't like too much vegan meat, because it'd be too. I should try though. The wreck, I probably wouldn't. But I'm gonna make one of some potbelly. Really, I just want them peppers. So it's like. I'm yeah, surprised to those peppers. Those so peppers are Chicago thing.
0: Yeah, those peppers are very good. My mom always brings some back when she goes to Here, and um,
1: it's a Chicago thing because every time I go to another city, I can't find them. And then I realized that it's a Chicago G Jadarna, G- I don't know. G- and Darn-
0: um, they have the oatmeal chocolate chip cookies, which are very, very good. So I showed my mom. I was like, oh, I got this free cookie. She was like, Have some control.
1: Okay. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I was like, Okay.
0: And, and she just gave me that look, and I was like, All right, I'll talk to you later. And she was like, Bye.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she- she said bye, or she said why?
0: She said bye and hung up.
1: Why? <laughs> like, for what? Yeah, it's weird. I'm about to I, I will literally never talk to you again. So <laughs> I would never. We would stop talking a long time not, ago. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I'm, I'm very sensitive. Like right? I'll be like, okay, well, actually, this no longer serves me. So
0: she thinks yeah, that's am and I can be, but I'm not like like. There's really only been one time she's pushed me over the edge, but she, um, I was about to say. When I told her I was set a boundary with her, she laughed. So I was like, alright, well, <laughs> see where we stand. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> Whoa, wowzers! Here we are. Okay. <laughs> um, But yes, children. I love to talk to some children and see what they... Um think but anyway, until then, um one thing I noticed was the agency that the the teachers took to let this to let this project come to be and the support they gave their students and I feel like a lot so we're in this we're in this stage of like transforming classical music very very slowly, and there are there's like a divide of people there are people who Let's go, let's transform the whole thing, let's do it. Talk about white people. Let's do everything, period, let's go. There are people who are like in the middle that are like kind of like, oh, I don't know. And then people are like actively like, not actively fighting against it, but like are resistant to it. And there's way more people who are resistant to to it. They're like, I'm gonna keep doing what I've been doing. I'm gonna keep teaching the way I've been teaching. I'm gonna keep doing whatever. And I think we we see the most change with people who are like, okay, like, yeah. Like, I feel like one thing I told Delaney is like I was surprised that they were researching foreign Price anyway, mm-hmm. you know, like, I've had several music teachers, and not one person has. The only black composer I heard about from kindergarten general music to first year at Eastman was Scott Joplin. So, second year at Eastman was Scott Joplin. So, I feel like you know it's a it's also a different generation of, of of teachers or the same generation with this different mindset giving their students agency to research things that not only that they're interested in but also kind of guiding them like you should be interested in this actually because we don't know enough about Florence Price so why don't you look her up and then they were like oh you know we tried to look her up and all the words got 15 letters what can we <laughs> do about this so I thought that was really cool. All right, moving okay. on.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I'll link um, in the description where you can purchase the book if you see fit. Yeah, move on.
1: All right, y'all. It's time for Black Excellence, where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because it's room for everyone at the top. Who we talk about the Lenny
0: This week I am talking about Kaylin Marcel Manson, um, who is a baritone and conductor. Um, and a Philadelphia ma- uh, native. Um, he's toured as a soloist and a master teacher at major concert venues throughout the United States, Europe, and Asia, with many organizations, including ooh, this is German. Okay, wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a cherry pick some ones that I, that I can pronounce. The Taipei Philharmonic, the Choral Arts Society of Philadelphia, the Chamber Orchestra of Philadelphia, um, the Theater La i think theater san carlo um the conservatorium in oslo and the conservatoire de uh, luxembourg um he's also been a guest cantor and soloist at some of the world's most famous churches and cathedrals um including notre dame sacre corps did i say that right
1: Mm -hmm. sacre Mm corps
0: okay um okay San Marco in Venice, Santa Maria del Fiore in Florence, San Salvatore in Montalcino, um, and many, many more. Because, I mean, listen, I'm not really a global type of person, so all these pronunciations have kicking my booty. I know you can't really relate to that, Katie, but... That's
1: uh, plenty. Anyway, you you've been Katie. on a plane way more times than
0: me. Katie, I've been going... Okay. That, actually, that's not true. That's literally... If we're talking about in the past <clears> month, <throat> sure, that is true. But not in general? Come on. Let's get real. Um, <laughs> I, tried, I tried to slip in. It didn't work. Kaylin <laughs> uh, has, hel- has held positions as Music Director of the Vorlberger Music Fest, Music Director and Conductor Laureate of the Chamber Symphony of Atlantic City, Artistic Director and Conductor of the Montgomery County Youth Orchestra, Chair of Vocal Studies um, at the Hazleton Conservatory for the Performing Arts, Um, and many, many more. Um, He's also served as a member of the faculty of the Vermont Governors Institute on the Arts and the Performing Arts Institute of Wyoming Seminary. Um, He also founded and directed the Germantown Institute for the Vocal Arts and the Germantown Concert. Course. Uh Kaylin is a frequent guest conductor, clinician, presenter, panelist, and adjudicator for conventions, conferences, competitions, and music festivals. Uh, he studied voice performance at Temple University and opera performance and orchestral conducting at the University Tott Mozartium Salzburg. Shout out to Kaylin. Okay, period. We um. Oh, Kaylin. Yeah, I was. I was oh, okay. At an ISBM thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're out here
1: being popping to tell nobody him. what he was doing. Right. Okay. <clears throat> well, my piece of the week is summertime from Porgy and Bess with Louis Armstrong and Ella Fitzgerald. You know, I'll be my Ella Bay. We're gonna just, we're gonna talk about this next week, but Ella actually made it to my top five this year. Like I'm like, dang, I really be listening to her because I be thinking I be listening to stuff, and then my my Spotify rap comes out, and it just looks freaking crazy. Like, it just looks like I don't remember any of
0: this. Um, oh, that's what everybody said.
1: Yeah, I understand the tweets where people were like, y'all talking about your Spotify rap, but, like, y'all the one who listened to it. I'm like, the year is so long, like, you go through phases, so maybe you really, like, in the beginning of the year, really... Like, Drake made it to my top. I look at mine from last year. Drake was in my top. I'm like, I don't listen to Drake like that. Especially, he dropped the album... A couple months ago, I did not run that album to the ground at all. I do not recall running the album to the ground. I listened to it, like, a couple of times. So, I don't know. Anyway, we'll talk more about more on that next week. A little preview. A little sneak peek. It's not a sneak peek at all. Anyway.
0: Thank you so much for listening to Clack back. What? <laughs> <laughs> you talking, And it's so funny because I know people say that you talk fast. And I generally, like, don't notice it. But... <laughs> I feel like sometimes, very rarely I do. <laughs> and like your uh your turn to do the skip.
1: <laughs> like, and I don't even stand what it is. Like I don't get it. Like I don't understand I don't understand how I how it even got to be like that. Oh my god. Anyway. Thank you so much for listening to Classically White Podcasts. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, a black excellent suggestion, or an intermittent suggestion, send us to Classically Black Podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If you're black, join ISBM with a very exciting year coming up too on Phone and Gray. At Black Musicians iasblackmusicians dot com. That took so long. It took a minute. <laughs> if I said it in real, if I said it in real time, I said all that in ten seconds.
0: Okay, but would anybody <laughs> have retained it? It's a question.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I realize when I have runs for viola, my fingers do the same thing. They move too fast, so you can't really hear the middle of the run. especially like that opening lick. If I if I don't every time I approach that one, if I don't slow that down. Uh, but every time, like I gotta go through and like clean it up, or you won't hear nothing. Bye, you all right, y'all, this was cute, oh, and short, one hour. Why don't you do it? Amen, amen. All right, bye, y'all. Period. Bye.